0: Welcome to Grandiose Grammar. I'm Aoife, a grammar enthusiast and a lecturer at Philipps Universität Marburg. This week I was looking over some phonetics material when I stumbled upon minimal pairs which gave me pause for thought. Here's a reminder. A minimal pair is a pair of words that differs by only one phoneme. An example is tan and ban. This particular pair differs only in the initial consonant. So here's what I was thinking. I was thinking about a semantic error that I frequently see in written work. Namely, the misuse of the verb believes, where there should be a plural noun, beliefs. First, I thought about whether the error here might have its origin in phonetics. Beliefs and believes are a minimal pair. In the first, the F sound is an unvoiced labiodental fricative. Think the sound at the beginning of the F-word, whereas the V sound in believes is a voiced labiodental fricative. Germans tend towards final devoicing, which could compound a problem here. Just to be thorough, I asked a linguist friend to weigh in on this. Shout out to Tim. While he believes that devoicing might be a compounding factor, he thinks the problem is largely morphological, In fact, he went on to say that he considers errors like believes rather than beliefs and relieved rather than relieved to be intralingual errors. And now you're asking yourselves, what the heck are intralingual errors? They are errors that result from the second language itself. So in this case, it's an error resulting from morphology. For example, English has some loose rules about how to create plural noun forms. Nouns that end with a double F, and nouns ending with a single F, like roof, can be made plural by simply adding a plural S. Many nouns ending in F or FE are made plural by changing the consonants F to V and adding ES. And just to create even more confusion, some nouns can take either S or VES in their plural forms. Now, let me give you an example of things that can go horribly wrong when this morphological rule is misapplied. We'll take the example of the noun belief. To make this noun plural, it requires a plural s. This is a simple case of adding the inflectional suffix s, which causes the noun to change its form from singular to plural. However, I frequently see work which misapplies the ves plural rule to this, And suddenly, the student has applied the wrong suffix, and it results in a word class change. This is called derivation. So instead of a plural noun, they've now got a verb in the third person singular. Here are some examples. Among Aoife's beliefs is the idea that grammar is worthwhile. Beliefs is a plural noun. However, in the statement Aoife believes that grammar is worthwhile, the word believes is a verb. Now, let's take a look at an intralingual error with this. The students were asked to consider their beliefs. Here, the verb believes is occupying a noun slot in the complement clause. So the morphological rule for plurals has been misapplied, and suddenly, instead of inflection, we've got derivation and a whole new word class where it doesn't belong. Recently, I've come across errors like Anna feels relieved. Yes, that's relieved with an F, which isn't actually a word in English, so no, Anna doesn't feel relieved. Relief is a noun, and in terms of morphology, the affix ED creates past tense verb forms, so this mashup of a noun plus an ED affix is inherently incorrect. However, if we look at the valency pattern here, things might seem a little less illogical. The valency is copular, so I have a subject, Anna... A verb, feels, and a subject complement, relieved. But verbs don't describe subjects, so we can exclude the verb relieve as the word required to fill the complement slot. Instead, we need an adjective. The solution is to replace relieved with relieved. Anna feels relieved. I can speculate here that my student has taken the noun relief, slapped on an ed affix, done a bit of German devoicing and suddenly they're reading relieved, an adjective, instead of relieved, a made-up word. On the surface of it, you and I would probably write this off as a simple spelling error. However, the linguists out there categorise this as a morphological error, so good luck explaining that to your students or your pupils. If you have a question you'd like me to answer, feel free to contact me via the contact form on grandiosegrammar.com or over on Twitter Thanks for listening and stay tuned for the next episode.